Hey, Griffin here. None of these scenarios are based on any real-life incidents. Everything is made up entirely on the spot. Take it away, song! I'm Griffin. Steve. Bones. Bones. Fuck. Can we take that back? What do you mean? To ones? Uh, sure. One. Two. Three. Bones. And this is Kill to Death. The improvised true crime podcast. <laughs> we should now start with one, two, three, bones. Uh, <laughs> one, two, two, three, bones. The improvised um, true crime podcast. Happy 2021. Happy 2021. This is January 1st. We made it. Jan Someone 1st. surprised. um we made it and uh congratulations to everyone so oh yeah congrats to everyone yeah Uh, i had a delightful 2020 uh i'm excited to see how i can expand upon it in 2021 yeah let's see if we can have an even better year i would love a double 2020 (laughs) oh let's just run it back (laughs) run it back do it again well something that got incredibly popular in 2020 and both of us got super hooked and we were playing it all the time Mm -hmm. was call of duty Warzone. We were always oh playing Call of Duty Warzone. We couldn't stop playing. Is, but Steve, does this mean anything to you? Oh my god. For the listeners, listener, he's holding up a gun. I'm holding up a mock gun. Yes. Yeah, and that is a big part of Warzone. Uh gun, holding them up. You uh, can drop them and just play with your fists, but it's you can also, helpful to get a gun. Yeah, there's a button that allows you to just raise it up in the air uh and show everyone and all the computer generated characters will like stand around and applaud. Well, for anyone uh, who doesn't know, and then this was just a test, of course, by Griffin, there are no computer-generated characters. It's online with other people. Oh, okay. You're playing against Ooh. real people. <laughs> You're playing against 12-year-olds who will thrash you after they beat you. Uh, but we've Have got you some... been thrashed by a 12-year-old? Oh, yeah. They get mean. <laughs> they get mean online. Um, but, of course, we've won a bunch. Uh, we're super good at it. So here are a yeah. couple tips on how you can win at Warzone. It's not hard, and it's actually easy. Yes. Uh, basically, uh, off the top menu screen, you can choose a map. Mm-hmm. Uh, choose your own neighborhood. Just choose somewhere you're familiar with. You'll know the alleyways. You'll know the, the right cars to duck behind. What houses What houses you will be welcomed into to hide. What yeah. houses might uh, you know be that Italian old woman next door, always out with her hose. And barbecuing. Uh, she barbecues a lot. She barbecues? She's out oh, with her hose, and my dad winter. says anytime he parks there, uh, she'll just glare at him. Really? Uh, so choose that map, and you know uh, to avoid her or to recruit her help. Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, maybe. maybe. I could see she could wield a gun. She can wield a gun. She can push a barbecue at at an opponent. She yeah. can squirt squirt a hose. Mm-hmm. And that is my that's my first tip is that um, a lot of people are focused on the guns, but honestly. There's a lot of other weapons that people aren't talking about, and you yeah. can really get creative with it. Um, Steve, you've been using a, a melee one. Recently. Oh yes, and that is um, a lot of people go for the crates and they go for the boxes to try and get the guns and the supplies out of them. Yeah. I use the box. Yeah, just use the box and bonk people in the bonk head. Bonk people in the head, push it around. It has little wheelies on the back, actually, like it's like a rolling good. suitcase. Oh, okay. And then you just roll it right off. So the you top can just walk building. by all your opponents and say, "Oh, I'm out of here. Don't yeah. worry about me. Yes, I'm and leaving." That, and that is also a good strategy. Pretend you're quitting. You're like, I'm done. Goodbye, everyone. Don't worry about me. I'm out of here. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't quite know how to turn the PlayStation off, but I think I did it. Anyways, goodbye. And then just have your character stand there. And everyone thinks you're away from your keyboard. Yeah. And no one will attack you. 
Uh, yeah, I also find it's it's a good way to because it is it, you are you are facing online opponents. Yeah, it's a good way to promote your own projects. Mm -hmm. So I'll often be playing an episode of this uh, as my audio. Yes, uh, and it, it kind of force everyone else <laughs> in the game to listen to an episode of Killed to Death. And uh, I have found uh, so I've been, I've been throwing on the Chris Siddiqui one. That's a great one. People have been loving it. The Lisa Gilroy one. People yeah. Have, well, I don't know if they've been loving it. They have still. They have only shot at my character more. And I found a couple of times people shot themselves once I started doing that, <laughs> which I didn't even know you could do in the game, but <laughs> characters all around me just started blowing their own heads off. Um, and you, yeah, it was very successful to win. So that's our tip is play an episode of, of Kill to Death, perhaps this one, uh, and people will uh, quit whatever server you're in. <laughs> um, also, uh, last tip for me, find a console no one's using. Because a lot of people are going to be playing on PlayStation. A lot of people are playing on Xbox and the big ones. But if you use like a Sega Genesis or if something. If you use the board game Mousetrap. Then no one else is going to be on there. Way better chance that you win. Uh, Steve, wonderful tips. Speaking of shooting and killing and murder. Bones. Uh, speaking of bones, would you like to solve a murder? Okay. The victim. Steve Toplitsky. Found dead in a kitchen. Today's guest, Julia Child, chef. Julia, hello. Hello! Oh, it's me, Julia Child! <laughs> now, Happy New Year! <laughs> Happy New Year. Uh, Julia, we, can't, New Year, Julia. we can't see your uh, levels on your end, but I trust that, that you knew you were going to do this and everything's okay? <laughs> yes, yes! I'm keeping a distance from my microphone. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know. You know the broadcast biz. I'm not. I'm. I'm familiar with the biz. I'm. A, I love the podcasts. We. <laughs> oh, are you? You're a podcast fan. Mm, I listen to them in the kitchen. Oh, what's your favorite one? The kitchen. I love one with with the sp with with tiles. <laughs> oh yes, that definitely improves the kitchen, kitchen is the rather than one. just like bare floorboards. No. No, not none of those dirty desert kitchens you find in the the dirt. <laughs> no, no, a nice tiled one. This is not a, mm. a makeshift hut you've set up in the desert. This no, is an actual furnished no. kitchen that is your favorite. No, 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 no. I love tiles. I love a ceiling. I love four walls. <laughs> Oh, and as for podcasts, I love WTF with Mark Barron. <laughs> he's he's a spicy one. Yeah, it's, I bet it's we fun to cook once. while he complains. <gasps> Sorry, uh, I was just roasting Mark Barron. Yeah, that sucks, well, man. What if he listens? Well, we're lo we're lovers, so stop it. <laughs> oh my God, I'm so sorry. No wonder you love the podcast. I love his podcast. If you know what I mean, his penis. Yeah, you call uh, penises podcasts. Is that his request? Yes. <laughs> and testicles are Spotify playlists. <laughs> <laughs> now, Julia, for those who don't know, you're a chef of pretty well-known regard. Mm. Well-known regard? Sure. Yeah, sure. Yeah, fuck it, man. 2021. Yes. <laughs> yes, yes. I was famous for introducing French cuisine to the American public. Are you French yourself? No, American. But you... My husband worked for the CIA. That's oh. true. Uh, Mark Marin? No, Stanley Tucci at the time. <laughs> <laughs> Stanley Tucci was in the CIA? 
Yes, yes, wow. he was. Oh, and he was great at it. To short, he was a short spy. They never suspected him of anything. No, because he was under their eye, eye line. <laughs> yes, they couldn't see a thing, and he would wear a big hat. So they would just think, "What's that hat doing on the ground?" And then the hat would sprout feet and run around. They say, "Oh, it's a spy." <laughs> Uh, so you brought French cuisine to the American public. Mm, wow. uh, how did you do this? Mm, yes, uh, on a plane and on my carry-on, I brought croquembouche. What's it called? Croquembouche, the cake with the big with the balls. You know what? I bet you're the person to ask. Yeah, <laughs> unfortunately, <laughs> you are the expert. It's been a while, my dears. I haven't been to Paris since lockdown. Oh, but, uh, I understand. <laughs> But it's a bunch of uh, pastry balls stacked up on top of one another, and they right. make a pyramid of, of yummy. A bunch of uh, Spotify playlists stacked up. Oh, you're speaking my language. <laughs> well, Mark, I bet you have a great podcast on your hands, don't you, Steve? <laughs> oh, Do you have a great penis on your hands? <laughs> Sometimes. <laughs> get it out of your. Get that out of your hand. We're recording you. You rascal, Steve. Oh, you guys remember that guy? What was his name? Tubin? Dubin? What? The guy who jerked off on a Zoom call? Yes, I was no. on the call. Jer- was it? You were on that call? I was on the call. What was that? It wasn't. They were interviewing me for the New York Times for for food, the food issue. Right. And and I kept saying, "Oh, what does a gal have to do to see a man's penis on this Zoom call?" <laughs> and he obliged, and lo and behold, oh, I so got you him goaded fired. him into it. I goaded him into it. I said, I kept saying, oh, if only the if only someone took out his penis. And he said, do you want me to? And I said, yes. That'll do it. That'll do it. I'm cheeky. Uh, and so you had, uh, did you have your own television series? Oh, I'm sure I did. Uh, <laughs> Yes, yes, we'll go with yes. And oh, when it was popular. <laughs> For the listener, too. we did not force anyone into being this person. <laughs> they chose it. No, 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 no. I love being <laughs> Julia Child. And and my show, I had so much I had so much fun on the show. You know, we broke 9-11 for France. We were the ones who broke the story on my show. For France. For friends, they had no idea that 9-11 was happening, and all the French news outlets want said, oh, we can't put it on, it would be too much of a bummer. And I said, well, nothing's too much of a bummer for me, Julia Child! And we played 9-11 on the cooking show. Did you, did you do a bit of commentary over it? Yes. Wow. Every time a plane crashed into one of those poor, poor towers, I said, oh no! <laughs> 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 so I, I well i'm glad you brought the news to france that's probably the best way to hear about it is through your voice i couldn't agree more they seem so happy to hear it from me oh uh so you found a body in your kitchen or at least a kitchen a kitchen yeah where I were you i would be lying if i said i heard the question asked it's a bit glitchy on my end you you found a body in a kitchen uh was this your kitchen Yes, it was my kitchen. And guess what? I was cooking the very dish I spoke of before, croquembouche. And when I found the body, I spilled all the little tiny Spotify playlists <laughs> all over the crime oh. scene. Oh, I was so scared. Delicious. Oh, so you were already mid-meal when by the time you discovered this body. Mm. 
yes, I was mid-meal, I was on to my second dessert. And when I found it, I, when I found the body, I lost my appetite. <laughs> was this was this on set? Was this for a show or was this your private personal kitchen? This was my private personal kitchen. No cameras allowed. Oh, young tell man. us tell yes, us for a second, can you describe Julia Child's yeah. personal kitchen? Oh, I know it's not in the I desert. Spend I know every... it's probably got tile. Well, uh, you, uh, I'll tell you, thank you very much. I'll tell you one thing for sure. We have tiles, okay? Not dirt. <laughs> like these barefoot contessas. You know why they're barefoot? They don't have floors. Anyway. So, <laughs> I, I love my kitchen so much. There are ti- tiles from tip to top, from tip to taint, Floor to ceiling, window sill to sink. Everything's Maybe, covered in tiles. I'd like I'd like to interrupt for just one second. Uh, what is the taint of the kitchen? Mm. The taint of the kitchen that ought to be the sink. <laughs> Why is that? Yeah. Oh, because it's always wet and I'm always stuffing dishes in there. <laughs> if there's one thing you should know about me, Julia Child, I love to stuff dishes in my taint. <laughs> In, in in your taint, taint. <laughs> Julia. Yes, you, you don't know what know a taint the, is. The famous taint hole. Oh, oh no, no, no. Yes, uh, yes. Every yeah. French woman. Yeah, I heard of it. Yeah, yes, of course. I'm sure you've heard of it, young man. You, you know, it's if every French woman over sixty develops a taint hole. And it's because French women over 60 were cooking so much, were cooking all the time. And I'll tell you one thing that's no, not it's a interesting because I think chef. you said you weren't French. Hmm. No, but I've been here for so long, I just think of myself as a French woman. Sue me, okay? <laughs> Sue me. So you- I bet you're not from Toronto. Do you fancy yourself someone who's from Toronto now? Hmm? Yeah, I'd say I'm from Toronto. I rest my case. <laughs> all right. I rest my case. <laughs> Anywho, as a French-American woman, you develop a taint hole. And it's perfect because you <laughs> I forgot we were talking put about all it. your dishes in there. And, 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 and it's basically because I'll have all the family over for Thanksgiving. And, and then I'll be cooking, cooking, cooking. And there's no room for me to cook because the dishes are piling up. And then I put all the dishes in the sink. And I think, well, now the sink is full. I wish I had another sink. And guess what your body says? Look down below. <laughs> Because there's another sink for you. Right. Okay. So back to to your personal kitchen, uh, of which mm, the sink yes. is the taint. Mm-hmm. Everything is covered in tile mm-hmm. from for, floor to ceiling. All of it. Countertops. Yes. Uh, cupboards. Everything. Woo. Yes. <laughs> and uh, what about? There's the... only one tile. There's. Only... Sorry. Continue. No. No. I'd love to hear about your one tile. I was just gonna say, there's only one tile missing, and and that is that's the that's the tile I took out the day of nine eleven. Out oh. of respect, out of respect, you removed one tile from your kitchen. Yes, for the Pentagon. <laughs> you donated it to the Pentagon for the rebuilding. Absolutely, because they weren't gonna rebuild the World Trade Centers, and I thought, well, I have to give them something. So then I got a pretty pink envelope. I put one tile in there. I licked the envelope clean. One step please. And then straight to the Pentagon it went. And as far as I know, that tile is there in the front foyer of the Pentagon. And every president <laughs> since has stepped on my tile. And I hope when they do, they they think of me. Julia Child. <laughs> Had you known Steve Toplitsky beforehand? 
Mm, yes, yes, yes. He was my intern in the kitchen. He oh. was your intern, a, a wannabe chef? He was a, a, a wannabe chef. I mean, he he knew nothing. He was shit. He he wanted to be a, a, an idiot, it seemed. <laughs> I mean, you got him. I know. You Case did, you, closed. You did get him. You got him. And he's roasted. No! I no 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 no. Ever since nine eleven, do you know what I said? Did you watch? Did you watch the episode of me airing nine eleven on the French television? <laughs> okay, I guess you didn't. So I'll have to tell you. So when nine eleven happened, I looked right. I said, "Camera one, where's camera one?" And they pointed towards me, and I said, "I said I looked right in the camera, and I said, I said never will I, Julia Child, take another human life again." No. I wait up to you, this. Do you mean kill people? <laughs> up to this point, you'd been killing. Well, I mean, my sugar, my my food that I make is high in sugar. It's very caloric. Mm. I mean, I'm sure. I've so given you like diabetes to one or two? You like to think of yourself as a murderer because of the food you create. Oh well, I definitely murder it in the kitchen, boys. <laughs> Just a Julia Child joke. Nothing, nothing too crazy. Um, but I've definitely killed in my past. Yes, I, I, I definitely self-defense. Obviously, all of it. But something about self-defense. You made them make these high caloric dishes for themselves. <laughs> Yes, and whenever I'm put in a bind and someone's about to mug me or something, I stuff a cupcake down their throat and I say, well, good luck not having high blood pressure. And then I run away. But and so- then 50 years later, they die of heart disease. Something about seeing 9-11 that day made you say, I'm not going to do this anymore. Yes. Okay. Absolutely. I so- thought, well, well there's, a, there's no point in it anymore. What did you shift to? What uh, did you you started to change the style of dishes you made? Yes, 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 yes. I wanted to make America feel safe, so everything I made, Again. I made in the shape of the two towers that they had just lost. So I would make, again, the Croquembouche, and like I said before, the two long towers, so I would make two towers, and I call it the World Trade Croquembouche. I think, I feel like you know how to make one dish. Oh, I, I know how to make plenty dishes. I know how to make croquembouche for Christmas, croquembouche for Halloween, spooky, black and orange balls. Yep, put spiders um, all over the Trade Center. Spiders, spiders, webs, and I'll, I'll tell you a secret. I'll tell you a secret. The web, the webs on the Halloween croquembouche, it's, it's silly string. <laughs> you can eat. Not edible. Can, you can't. Don't give that to people. <laughs> oh, Okay. Okay, you're right. Anyway, and what other croquembouches do I make? Oh, for graduation, I'll make a croquembouche with a little graduation hat. Mm. Fun. These are all seasonal. Yes. Okay. Steve Toplitsky, a wannabe idiot uh, in your kitchen, didn't know a mm. damn thing about cooking. Right. How did he come to be your intern? No. Oh, well, he was an orphan who showed up on my doorstep in a basket and How just, old was he at that I, point? Oh, he was 15. And big basket. A big huge, laundry basket? <laughs> huge basket. And I opened it and I just, oh, I just couldn't turn him away. He looked so sad. And I said, come inside. I'll fix you up something to eat. And then he said, well, maybe you could teach me how to make something. And I said, oh, it's been a while since I've taught a cooking class, but... For an orphan, I guess I could. And I was teaching him for 15 years after that until he was 30. And he never learned a thing. 
Wow. But still lived with you in your house. Every day you would teach him. Yes. Every day I would teach him. Every day I would get on my hands and knees. I would beg him. I'd say, Steve, Steve, please, please remember one thing I taught you. And he would look, he would look at a, he would look at a pot and think, oh, that's a gorgeous chapeau. French for hat. And I'd be like, no, Steve, that's for cooking. (laughs) (laughs) But he never learned. No, he never learned. He was wearing that pot as a hat until the day he died. Well, let's talk about this. Yeah. Then. Uh, was this a normal mm, day? You mentioned please. you were already mid mid preparation of a dish. Yes, mid preparation of a dish. Normal day. I had woken up. I had watched my nine eleven footage. I had done my skin regimen, and I had gone for a walk. And I was making my croquembouche. And for what I was, holiday? I think I had. Oh, for what? This was an April Fool's croquembouche. <laughs> so what was the joke? You would take one, and then a little hand up, a hand would come out and slap you. Would slap your hand away. Um, How did you accomplish that? <laughs> Were you hiding under the table and then just <laughs> bopping oh, people who came to grab Steve, them? Steve, you're spoiling the trick. Yes, here's what I do. I <laughs> I hold it on a platter, but my hand holding the platter is actually in the croquembouche, and it's hollowed out. So then my hand is just waiting for people to grab it. That is uh, definitely funny and uh, perfect for the holiday. <laughs> Thank you. And I was making it. I had a couple of balls left. I went to check my phone. Some 9-11 Reddit thread I was a part of had something to say. And then I looked to my left. Nothing there. I looked to my right. Get this. Nothing there. Okay. I looked up. So far, so good. The ceiling, tiles, all the tiles in place. Then I looked down. Dead body. Oh. oh. So right beneath you. Mm. Right <laughs> beneath me. If if I was a goose and I laid an egg, it would have cracked open on his face. <laughs> and did that That's happen? where I was standing. Well, I'll tell you this. I had just hosted a dinner party from the night before. <laughs> oh, and my, my tape... My taint hole was, let's say, at capacity regarding dishes. And the pure shock of it all caused my taint hole to open. And lo and behold, 39 china plates came crashing down onto Steve's dead face. (laughs) Just smashing on the floor. A torrential downpour of plates. One after the other. And and, I mean, I was definitely sad to have lost Steve. But I'll tell you what, those those china plates were cheap. (laughs) So he had still still his pot on his head. Yes. How, how was the head. rest of it? And him? I think that's why the plates broke. So fiercely. <laughs> oh, of course. Did you notice any wounds? Mm. Did I notice a wound? Well, he he had blood all over his body. All mm. over his body. And then his throat was slit 360 degrees all the way across the neck. So, so does that mean decapitated? Yeah. Or just like slit no, in a line around no, no, a thin no. little line. His head was still attached, but his throat had been slit in a three sixty way. <laughs> so oh. all around the neck. I guess all around. But if you go all higher around lower. the neck. Oh, does it go around the face like you've tied a bow around your head? Yes, exactly like that. And it was the prettiest little bow. He had a little, b- and you could tell he he could he tried to stop the bleeding by tying it up, and he had the cutest little bow on top of his head. And I, I, I and stole the, it. And then the pot on top of it, I guess. <laughs> yes. 
<laughs> so there was there was a bow tied around his head, and then when you removed the bow, exactly where it was was a slice all around his head. Yes. Oh, oh, oh! Like that, like that story of that man, and he gets married to the woman, and then on their honeymoon, she says, "Don't, whatever you do, don't untie the ribbon around my neck if you want to stay married to me." And he said, "Okay," but he couldn't help himself. That curious cat, and you know what they say about c- cats and curiosity? Mm-hmm. Not good things. Yeah, uh, I know. And I know what they and say. Then, yeah, but you say it. Yeah, you say it, but I know. <laughs> no, boys, I have no spoilers. And, and 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 then the husband he tied he untied the ribbon and her head popped off like a wow. croaking bush falling off a plate. What story is this? I don't know this story. It's about it's a, a ghost fable. It's a who? I'm not uh, making it up. Like a campfire a ghost type story. fable. A, a ghost fable. A yeah. ghost fable. Yes. So did his did his face fall off when you untied the bow? Yeah. No, but it definitely like around the edges of his face kind of drooped. It was actually worse than if the face had actually fallen off because like the center was still fine. You know what it's like. It's like when you're peeling off a sticker and the edges of the sticker you can peel off, but the center's not going anywhere, honey. And then you try to peel it off and the center stays. And I did try to peel off his face and then I peeled off, but then the center stayed and it looks so gross. Oh, <laughs> I, I'm puking now. Think of I'm puking. <laughs> <laughs> For the listener, she is puking. <laughs> <laughs> so you tried you tried to peel off Steve's face. It does not work. No, it didn't work. And you see, I'm I dealing with crepes all these years. You think I'd be good at dealing with a flat, delicate pancake, which is a face is really just a crepe. Get over it, everybody. Okay. <laughs> a face is just a crepe. Admit right. it, your face Grow is a crepe. Up. My face is just a crepe. And, and I thought, I, was, I looked at this face and I said, well, just another, just another crepe for me to deal with. And uh, <laughs> let me tell you, this face was not a crepe. It was a dead face. Right. Mm. And so what did you do next? Mm. Well, I wept. I was so mm. sad. My day had been mm. ruined. My china shattered. My croaking bush on the floor. Mm-hmm. You Can't had puked. Can't pick it up after puked, that. wept. Sorry, say that again. You had puked. I had puke. There's puke everywhere. I hadn't even begun to clean it up. It was disgusting. I would describe my kitchen in that moment to be the inside of a prison. That's what it felt like. I was inside. I was in jail. My own personal hell. My Dante's Inferno! (laughs) (laughs) When is the last time you had seen Steve alive? Oh, it was the night before and we were doing a cooking lesson. And I was teaching him how to make, well, get these, crepes. And oh, oh, not a <laughs> I got you. I got you. And, and I was teaching him how to make crepes. And at one point, at one point, this idiot turns to me and there's a bowl of flour. And he, sa- he looks at the flour and he says, he says, oh, that's a fun bowl of cocaine. And I think, Steve... We've been over this. And he's cutting up lines of flour. He's snorting it. He's off the raw. He's off the walls. Okay. I oh, think so he did get some sort of placebo him. high. <laughs> oh, placebo and, and I told, I tell him, you, and I tell him, you, you take that attitude down to the pub. 
but you don't keep it in here. And I told him, and I gave him, I gave him twenty euro, and I said, you, you go, you go, cool down to the pub and watch a game of footy. And he did. <laughs> oh, okay. okay, so you had sent him out to the pub, and that is the last I you saw Steve. But do you know that he made it there? Okay, or is it possible he never made it to the pub? Did he make it there? Okay, I don't know. I did. I did watch him from my bedroom window with a mm. candle. I had a candle beside me, and I watched him walk down the dreary lane towards the pub. <laughs> and it looked like he was making his way over until he made a sharp left into the woods and disappeared. <gasps> oh, what we're gonna do is take a quick break. When we return, uh, hopefully we can figure out what happened to Steve Toplitsky. No relation uh, to Steve we Cook, my co-host. Say, yeah, no relation to me. We'll be oh, right back. I just got that. Fun! And we are back on yeah. the inaugural 2021 episode of Killed Today. Yeah, which I think will probably make our first episode... We'll just delete the rest and just make this the first yeah. and only episode. Welcome for the first time yeah. back no, here, here. <laughs> to Kill to Death. Yeah. Uh, we are here, of course, with famous chef Julia Child. Happy New Year! <laughs> and Julia, Julia, I have to ask, uh, you mentioned you were on the Reddits. Hmm. Uh, what's your theory on what happened with 9-11? Oh, yes, yes. Here's the thing. I'm teetering on the precipice of inside job and outside job. I think there had to be people on the inside of the building in on it, as well as people on the outside. And everyone involved had jobs. That's why they were there in the building in the first (gasps) place. Oh, are you familiar? You should join my Reddit. (laughs) They'd like that hot take over there. And I think they did it to get rid of the French. You think 9-11 was a focused attack on the French. And they yes. missed. <laughs> they were trying to get the Eiffel Tower. <laughs> you think they were aiming for the Eiffel Tower? <laughs> and they just well, overshot? Yes. They, they, you see, you see, many people, Paris is so, so expensive. Not a lot of people know. I mean, and, and, and I'm sure they thought that they were hitting the Eiffel Tower, but they didn't and they missed. And that's why ever. ooh, I was about to, never mind. <laughs> I was say, that's why as of late we see more terror attacks happen in France it's because they're making up for lost time oh uh, yeah I think you should have stuck with the nevermind yeah <laughs> I really should have stuck with the nevermind <laughs> now Julia you of course uh, found a body in your feel kitchen feel free to edit this episode as you see fit you boys <laughs> no Un- untouched untouched <laughs> You found the body of Steve Teplitsky uh, in your personal yes. kitchen, uh, of course covered in tiles uh, from floor to taint. But when you found him, well, one tile missing, one tile missing, donated to the Pentagon. Yes. Uh, when you? you found him, though, uh, china shattered all over the ground as you had stored many plates oh. up your your taint hole. Uh, they shattered yes. on the pot he yes. wore on his head all the time. Steve, of course, yes. was your intern. You were teaching him about cooking. Yes. When you remove the pot, you see that there's a bow tied around his head. Uh, upon mm. untying the bow, you see that it's a slice, a mm. 360 slice all the way around his face, oh. like the ghost fable. Uh, so you try oh. to peel it off. 
as you're familiar with crepes and this reminded you of one. So you try and peel it off. It doesn't work. You puke everywhere. Uh, The last time you had seen Steve alive was the night before when he mistook flour for cocaine, did a bunch of lines, got a placebo high, so you gave him 20 euros and sent him to the pub. Now, best I, I know, you live in America, so I don't know why you're giving him euros to go anywhere. Oh, no! Look out your window! He leaves, he takes a left turn and goes right into the forest. And that's the last oh, you would see Steve. Yes, oh, to have a mirror held up to one's life. (laughs) I'm really thinking back to all my choices and what a life I've led to end up here. But, yes, he took a sharp left, and you should have seen how sharp it was. I've I've been using knives since I was a little girl, and that sharp left he took could have, could have cut a radish in two. And he went which, so is, which is just so listeners know the hardest thing to yeah, cut. Yeah, that is impenetrable. Yeah. <laughs> Radishes are quite mysterious, and they're so small you can't pin them down. You can't pin them down on on the cutting board. You know they're rolling away. <laughs> so he went into the woods. Is this the direction to get to your local pub? No, it's just da- straight uh, straight down the dreary lane. <gasps> where the, the Muffin Man lives? So, were there monsters? No, where the... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's a that's great a question. question. That, that question does stand. That. Were there monsters? <laughs> were there monsters? <laughs> yes, the Boogeyman and the Loch Ness Monster. The Loch Ness Monster lives in the woods. <laughs> Yes, on foot. That's how she gets you. You're always looking for her in, in, in well the locks, and you can't find her there because she's on foot, and she coils her silly, stupid little body around trees, and you can never find her because she's always up in the trees. And the boogeyman is just my ex-husband, honey. <laughs> uh, your ex-husband, of course, being Stanley Tucci, CIA agent. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Stanley Tucci, Academy Award nominated actor and Academy Award nominated CIA agent. Oh, really? Uh, first question: Never, he's never won. No, that's a shame. What are what are the nominations? Lovely Bones, uh, Julian Julia. Bones. Yeah, I don't know if you've heard of it. Was he not? No, he was not nominated for Julia Julia. He could have been. For, what, what maybe for maybe for Golden Globe. Do you think that movie that was well again. done? Do I think that movie was good? Yeah. Do I yeah. think it was good? Good portrayal of I, you. Here's what I liked. Here's what I liked. I love Jane Lynch playing my sister. I love Jane Lynch. Meryl Streep is a slut. And I hated to see that wretched, wretched slut play me. Oh, I get so mad thinking about it. Oh. Oh, oh, she's gonna oh puke. my goodness! If I saw if I saw Meryl on the street right now, you know what I'd say to her? What? Nothing. I would just clench my fist and give her an uppercut and and knock the teeth right out of that slutty you, mouth. You'd beat the shit out of Meryl Streep. I would gladly beat beat the diarrhea out of Meryl Streep because you know she's not eating a, a diet with fiber. <laughs> and then also, I can uh, maybe Devil Wears Prada. He was nominated for that? Maybe, I don't know. Oh, maybe. I, I, I don't know. Maybe. I feel like he's got a Let lot Let me of... just say, I no, don't know. No. <laughs> Before we get into oh. anything else that comes up on the show, no, I, I don't know. 
He was nominated for Spotlight. Was he in Spotlight? Yes, he played a lawyer for children. <laughs> and 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 a guest of the pod, Paloma Nunez, played uh, his assistant. Guest of maybe maybe a different pod. Uh, we've reached out to her about Kill the oh! Death before. <laughs> we'd love to have her on hey, if she's Paloma, listening. Yeah, Paloma, if you're listening, we'd love to have you on. Maybe she's done Nostalgique. Uh, <laughs> But I don't, other than that, I don't no. know what friend of the pod would be referring to. Oh, friend of WTF, Forgive maybe. me, I just assumed. <laughs> <laughs> truly, I, I don't know. I, I truly just thought maybe she had popped by. <laughs> well, Paloma, if you're listening, come on then, girl. What's what's the hold up? Get over here. <laughs> Oh, of course, uh, the Skype uh, theme song. Uh, Julia, feel free to join in. Yes! Um, and an outside job. And an outside job. I think 9 11 being an outside job is the widely accepted theory. <laughs> Yes, well, they, the planes were outside the building. I mean, I'm, fact number one. Uh, for a little Hello. bit. You're right, but then they were only half in, weren't they? <laughs> Not uh, really that all is, the of way course, in. a Skype song. I'm going to click hello. <laughs> hello? 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 <gasps> is this a secure line? Stanley? Uh I mean, it's Skype. Okay, good. And then that's the most secure line. Okay, uh, who is <gasps> this? Dear, it's me. Julia. My girlfriend? Oh, you're not no, talking no, to me. No, 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 no. I'm talking to my darling ex-wife, Julia. Hello. Oh, oh, you wretched, wretched, foul man. You, how dare you intrude There's no time. my podcast recording. There's no time. You're in danger. What? I had to come on and make sure it's a secure line because you're in danger. Darling, you must tell me what's going on. What am I in danger from? Well, let's just say I got a call from some of my old pals at the CIA. <gasps> oh, the those sh- wretched men you drink with and and not spend time with me? The ones you'd play video games with? You terrible ex-husband. Ooh, I have nothing but bad memories of us. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. We, we broke up because I got addicted to Warzone and me and my CIA buddies would just play... All day, but god damn it if it isn't fun. And I'm sorry for that. Oh. You know that. What are your Academy Award nominations? Spotlight. Yes. Julia, <gasps> Julia. Yes. yes. And yes. Devil's Devil Wears Prada. Oh, wow. And okay. oh. Iron I Man I swear 3. he wasn't nominated for Julia. Julia, you weren't. I was. I was nominated. Maybe Here's for a fact. A wow, bad Rose. ex-wife. This is a fact. And this is a fact. Everything I've been in, I was <gasps> nominated for. Whoa. Yes. Well, congrats. Yeah. What? Oh, yeah. Yes. Oh, the, don't give him that. The ego on this man. It's, oh, it's too much. And you, do you want to know why? You, ter- you twerp. You twerp. Listen, listen. I, I, uh, <clears throat> this is uh, tough for me to admit, but it, it, it is partly because I think they knew I was in the CIA. They were afraid. <gasps> well, that's why you got the CIA Academy Award nomination. That's what for I'm sure. Talking, that's what I'm talking about. It's because they knew you were in the CIA. Is that not what you guys were talking about? I'm talking about I got a CIA Wait, got Academy s- Award nomination for every role. Yes. Oh, because of your good acting. Yes, <laughs> I was the only actor in the CIA. Oh, yeah. 
Well, I imagine to be a good spy, you'd have to be a good actor. Mm. No, you just have to be short. Yeah, by the way, uh, for the listeners, Ah, this Skype video here is just of a hat. Yeah, but you know who I am. Yes, just with a hat and two loafers sticking out of it. (laughs) And oh, two eyeballs. Hello. You look like a man who's been crushed by an anvil. (laughs) Yes, I'm kind of like Yosemite (laughs) Sam got smashed down. Yeah, Yeah, it is is. one of those hats. It's a big cowboy hat. It's a big, like, 10-gallon, like, curly-rimmed hat. Curly brim. Oh, I miss... I miss when when we would have sexual intercourse and you would run around the bedroom with your hat and your little feet and your red mustache poking out. And I'd out. say, catch, Imagine, catch uh, me, Julia, catch me. Only with an erect penis sticking out from underneath this hat running around the floor. That's right, my <laughs> podcast poking out the bottom. Oh, and two heaping Spotify playlists. <laughs> I should mention, yes, I have heap- you got heaping I balls. Have two, two heaping balls. Stanley, what is the information you have to share? Now you said Julia's in danger? Julia's in danger. This is all this is all part of a cover up. Dear, you oh. broke the news about 9-11, and there is another terror plot on the way, and they believe <gasps> that you will uncover oh. it and and explain the news to everyone so eloquently as you did the very last time. I'll tell you, I'll tell you what I'm, I'm, I'm in danger of being bored to death by my ex-husband. That's what this podcast should be called. I live, (laughs) I live on the edge, Stanley. I don't care if they're after me because I'm going after the truth. Then so be it. I don't care. My life is, my life is expendable in, in the context of saving the world. So are you saying whoever was behind 9-11 is now out to get Julia Child? That's right. That's it. (gasps) Well, you know what? If you're listening to me, if you did 9-11, if you did that, and you're listening to this and you're looking for me, I say, guess what, bitch? Come after me! Come after me! Guns a-blazing! I will have my croquembouche at the ready! And if you wish to kill me, I'd like to see you try. Wait, all you'll have I'm at the tall, ready is your dish? <laughs> You're just going to have coke and poosh ready? <laughs> yes, it, they're hard. They have a kind of crunchy exterior. So if you whip one of those balls at someone's face, it's surely to irritate the skin. Well, I guess, and if they try to grab one, you smack your you smack them with your hand if it's the April Fool's. Oh, yeah. Stop it, Steve! They're listening! That's my, that's oh, my trump card! Now they know my move! <laughs> oh. oh, that's why you're telling them to come for you in your cake, I see. Because yes. then you'll smack oh. them. <laughs> you, you wretched little, tw- you wretched little twinks! I, <laughs> now I have to come up with another plan! Well, we can edit that out. No, I I don't know how. I don't know how to edit anything. We'll edit it all out. Wow. Now, this is might seem off topic to you, Stanley, but uh, did you ever meet Steve Toplitsky? Did your timelines overlap? I knew I knew Steve Toplitsky, an idiot in the making. That's for sure, definitely. Yeah. Well, they began while we were still together. We found him in a big basket on the doorstep and. Many a night he wasn't able to complete the uh, the challenge of the night, and I would have to go out and get him McDonald's to eat. I would drive out, and um, oh. I'd go get him food because he couldn't make his own. 
an, an inept. Aww. Despite all the lessons, he could Aww. never make a dish. Oh, poor Steve. I feel yes. bad for him now. What a cute little boy. Stanley, do you do you know I know yes. you're in on the intelligence community. Do you and know what's yes. happened to Steve? Of course, yes, of course. We got word immediately. You got notified immediately. Yes. So oh, this yeah. was this do the they, night of? Does the CIA Does the CIA know about what I did with the face? Were they Unfortunately, mad? Unfortunately, we do. And 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 I perhaps this is perhaps this isn't right, but uh, um there is a uh, camera in your kitchen. <gasps> oh! Was it? Was oh! there it's, always a camera in the kitchen, but now it's oh! been uncovered by the tile, so it can see everything? Actually, uh, it, funnily enough, is is a it was a replacement gift when you gave to the Pentagon a tile. Uh, the Pentagon oh. sent along a uh, tile in return. Uh, if you remember, if you remember that, that yeah, that tile is just a big camera. <gasps> you. Oh, I have one rule about my kitchen. No cameras. No cameras. <laughs> Wait a minute. You of all people should love to have cameras in no, your kitchen. No, it's been stated. It's not oh. the studio. There are specifically no cameras allowed right, in Julia that's, Child's sorry, personal sorry, kitchen. Sorry, sorry, oh, sorry, sorry. Your personal one. Oh, yeah. I... Oh, you know what? I wish, I wish 9-11 worked and, and hit the Pentagon harder and killed everyone in the CIA. And I wish they got Langley too. And I wish instead of that field in Pennsylvania, they went to Langley again and hit Langley twice. Oh, I, you, you, you wretched, wretched, um, imbeciles. (laughs) A camera in my kitchen. No. Stanley, had, had the camera been there while you two were together too? And you didn't say anything? <gasps> ever si- well, ever since 9-11 and the, and the Pentagon had sent it it, it, it was there, but I, I, I was still working for them at the time. I was forbidden from giving away any secrets. There are cameras in everyone's homes. Everyone's homes. You are... You're a, you know what you are? You're a rat. You're a rat! And you know what I do to rats in my kitchen? I... I set out traps for them so they could die. And not those traps that kill them quickly. Those gluey traps where they just starve to death. Oh, they starve on those sticky gluey traps and they gnaw off their legs. Have, oh, what, a a rat, a rat caught in a trap, Stanley, would chew off its leg to survive. Stanley, you're going to get covered in glue. Hi. She's going to cover you in glue, Stanley. I can't be covered in glue. Too quick. <laughs> Griffin, don't spoil it. <laughs> I'm I'm small and I'm fast and I'm just a hat. You really think you can cover me in glue? I'm here to help you. Well, gu- guess what? I'm trying to save your life, Julia. Oh. You oh, want to cover me in my glue? My life? Well, What's do left your of worst. It? You ruined I'm not the enemy by here. putting a camera in my kitchen. You might as well have 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 destroyed my my taint. <laughs> Wait, what? I might as well have destroyed your taint? Yes, you took a part of me. Oh. You took a part of me. Putting a camera in her kitchen is equitable to if you had all destroyed her taint. It's well, the same pain she would feel. Right, 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 right. But you did that to yourself by living in France. <gasps> oh, my goodness. I'm remembering all over again why I fell in love with you in the first place. (laughs) You've always just wanted what's best for me, Stanley. That's true. Right now, I want you to be alive. I'm a lesbian now. Oh. I thought you were with Mark Maron. Well, listen. Steve 
was the last man I ever loved. And with Steve's love, <laughs> I realized I could no longer love another man. And that my ceiling for loving men, well, it had, it had reached its ceiling. Oh, look at that. <laughs> and, and he helped me realize I was a lesbian. And he was the one who introduced me to Reddit, Tumblr, all these online forums that helped me discover my queer identity. <laughs> now, Stanley. I hope Mark's not listening and to this. When, <laughs> does any of wait, this. Wait, say that once more. I was saying I hope Mark's not listening to this. I'm having trouble hearing you, I'm afraid. <laughs> you know Mark Marin from the podcast WPF? Maybe Maybe Griffin say what Stanley's saying. <laughs> no, I'm going to pivot entirely. Okay. Uh, Stanley, does any of the information you have relate to the death of Steve Toplitsky at all? Not at all. Okay. This is incidental. Mm. A incidental. separate murder. Incidental. But I do have a lot of CIA training that perhaps can help with that, if that's what you're wanting to work through right now. The death of your last male lover. Well, the, the call me a stupid old woman. Okay. Stupid old woman. Stupid Thank old woman. Thank you. That's my kink. Um, but <laughs> she just came. <laughs> I just came. <laughs> oh, but but if there's been a camera in my kitchen this entire time, well then, wouldn't the camera picked up who killed Steve? Oh yeah. Oh, can you just uh, play that footage quick? Okay. Um, what did the footage show? <laughs> oh, I'm just going to share my screen with you guys. Oh, okay, great. Okay. Oh, so we can see so far that it's it's nighttime in your kitchen. There Nothing's happened yet, yes. but this is clearly after dark. He's already been sent out to the pub and everything. Yeah. Total blackness. Oh, yes. Okay. Here I am. Oh. Cooking. Yeah, you're cooking <laughs> in the middle of the night. Oh, yeah. What? You're All your lights are off for some reason, but are, do you sleep cook? Okay, well, yes, I sleep cook, but I also have night vision like a dog. So I can see. <laughs> and, and, oh, look at me. I'm whisking away. I'm in the nude. I'm in the nude. Oh, uh-oh. A whisk dropped out of my teeth. Oh, um, uh-oh. I'm cooking. Oh, there's I'm someone cooking. at the door. Someone, <gasps> you can see a shadow approach the door right there. <gasps> the Loch Monster. Oh, my, her long, her long, scaly body is just, just slinking into my kitchen. How did you not notice this? I was asleep. Oh, oh my God. This is this looks to be like a blurry hump sticking out of the water. Yeah, and I can't see any more of the shape. A blurry hump sticking out of the water reminds me of our honeymoon, Stanley. Oh. <laughs> we did. We humped in the water. We humped in <laughs> the water. Out of focus, we humped you in the water. You didn't have your glasses? I didn't have my glasses. Uh, no. it, was, it was the most magical night of my life. Wait, it's coughing something up. Oh. Oh my god, the full body. He's coughing up. Steve! <laughs> oh no! <laughs> and in my... Oh no, in my in my sleeping state, I, I'm confusing his dead face for a crepe. I'm slapping it with powdered sugar and raspberry compote. Oh no, and you're carving a circle into it. No! <laughs> Steve! He's clearly still alive at this point. Oh He's no! He's alive! He's begging for me to stop! <laughs> I'm sorry. I'll be better in the kitchen. Oh. The Loch Ness Monster is long gone at this point. <laughs> oh my god, the Loch Ness Monster just, she left a note and said, hey, dropping off your friend. He was a bit drunk at the pub. Oh, <laughs> oh no. <laughs> no. Oh. You're tying a bow around the wound. 
I wrapped like, a bow like around you would a crepe. I, I guess in my sleep state, I thought that if I tied a bow around it, he'd feel better. But I think like he just died fable. anyway. Like the ghost fable. <laughs> and now you're going back to bed. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm going with a smile on my face from ear to ear. <laughs> oh no, Julia. <laughs> oh, no. Wait, <gasps> I'm getting up from bed. <laughs> I'm walking down the stairs. Okay, I'm There's going a camera in every room. Okay, I gotta yeah, switch to the other camera yeah, feed. switch to camera feeds here. <laughs> I have a camera in every room. Oh no. Oh no, I'm getting a fork and knife. I'm putting maple syrup on his face and oh, I'm no. eating it. He's still alive. No. Oh, he's saying, please stop eating me. And I'm drowning his mouth in maple syrup. That's how he drowned. Oh, that's how he, that's how he drowned. That's how, oh, that's now we know how he drowned. <laughs> Oh, and I'm going back upstairs. I'm so I'm skipping. Oh, I'm oh, skipping upstairs no. in my nighty. Oh, well, sorry. <laughs> and that wraps up another successful episode of Killed to Death. It was Julia Child. It was you all along. Oh, uh, but you're not gotcha. culpable. It was in the sleep. <gasps> yeah, I think legally you're fine. Really, Stanley? Yeah, you're okay. And you Can know I what? You, you and you played a lawyer in Spotlight. That's right. I played a lawyer in Spotlight, and I was the best CIA agent in that whole movie. They told me. Yeah. I keep getting nominated. I never win. <gasps> and you know what? You know who else was in that? Paloma Nunez, famous guest of the pod. You can check out all of our podcast episodes and see who's been a guest. Uh, feel free to follow us on Twitter, K2E Pod, Instagram, Kill to Death Podcast. Uh, if you have a oh, first of all. Uh, special thanks for this week's suggestion, uh, Ben Sosa Wright. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. If you have a suggestion for a murder, you can email us killed to death podcast at gmail.com. Or if you yeah. if you have a, an idea of a character you want to play, how perfect that the suggestion lined up exactly with the guest. <laughs> Could you believe? Oh, I love it. Uh, that's all. I think that's all I have to plug. And I would just like to plug. Uh, I would love to plug. You, Julia. <gasps> Plug me? Sexually? <gasps> oh! No, I nuts. know you've, you've moved on from that, but I would like to... Yes. I'd like to promote your work. <gasps> you are the voice of a generation. Oh. You have done some of the, the most... The voice in, of France. The voice of France to France. Thank from you. America. Bonjour. You are the bridge between them. Yeah. For yeah. France. And from France by America. I know you're not afraid, but... There are other people out there who are afraid, and they need you now more than ever. Stanley, so perhaps... oh, I'd like to plug you with hair, you bald bitch. <laughs> gotcha. And I have been got. Signing off. That's why he always wears that big hat. <laughs> He's gone and embarrassed. Uh, and is there anything you'd like people to check out, Julia? You said you mentioned you like podcasts in the kitchen. That's interesting. Yes, I love the Nostalgique podcast on Sonar Network. And please follow Ben Sosa Wright on social media. JK Miss Thing on Instagram. He's so funny. What do you think Paloma gets on first? Mm, definitely killed to death. I heard Ben Sosa Wright was in her teen con, and he had quite the bad attitude. <laughs> <laughs> and to all our 2021 listeners out there. Yeah. Anyone keep, who's 20 or 21. Yeah. Uh, for that age group, yeah. keep your stick on the ice.
Yes. Oh my god, that was so much fun. Thank you. Killed so to much. Death is produced and engineered by Steve Cook and Griffin Toplitsky. Special thanks to Katie Lore, Matt Probst, and Tom Shank. Rate and subscribe on iTunes and like Kill to Death on Facebook so they know how to value their worth as human beings. This podcast has been brought to you by the Sonar Network. Sonar!